Welcome to a special edition, a extra innings edition of the Friendly Confines Cubs podcast where we bring you the Cubs newsmakers. And Ryan, I love this segment because we give people a little bit of a taste of the upcoming episode. Who's on your wish list for us to bring onto the show? Well, we've had some amazing guests, Chad. I mean, think about it. We've had David Kaplan from ESPN 1000. We've had Mark Silverman also from ESPN. Dave Ennett from WGN Radio. Ryan Cheverini from Windy City Live. Gosh, there's just so many and so many still more to go. I, I can't wait for the endless possibilities of guys and gals that we're going to bring on to talk Cubs baseball this year for all of our listeners. Well, get ready for a fun, fun interview uh, coming up right now. It's time for the seventh inning stretch here on the Friendly Confines, and we are excited to have from the Fantasy Sports Network as well as the host of the podcast Swings and Mishes. You can find him on Twitter at Craig Mish. It is Craig Mish who covers a variety of topics, including Major League Baseball. Craig, welcome to the Friendly Confines with Chad and Ryan. Thanks, Ryan, for having me. How are you? It is uh, good to talk to you. I'm very good, but uh, the Cubs... Well, they could probably be a lot better, Craig, as we can uh, dive in and talk a little Cubs baseball. Uh, just got waxed by the Pirates uh, the other night, and the, the problems seem to just be mounting for this team as we head into the All-Star break. It seems like the All-Star break couldn't be coming at a better time. Um, when you look at this team, it just seems like now the starting pitching is starting to break down along with the bullpen. Uh, people are starting to call for Joe Madden's head, which I find to be ridiculous. But is it time, in your opinion, maybe that Joe Madden's era with the Cubs could potentially be coming to an end after this year? Yeah, I mean, they didn't extend him. So I think that that is a possibility. You very rarely have into his walk year with, without being extended. And that's where the Cubs are right now. So I would think that there is a chance of that happening. We'll just have to see how they finish up at the end of the year. I think it's too early to determine that for sure. But Look, I mean, you know, the division is going to be very tough. Despite the Cardinals struggling, they're still in this thing. And then, of course, you have Milwaukee and and you have the Cubs right there, too. So I think it goes down to the end. Uh, I just think that at this point, the Cubs may want a new voice in there. Uh, maybe David Ross, someone else. I don't know. We'll just have to see at the end of the season. Yeah, for sure. And, of course, we were talking about the pitching. I mean, the bullpen, it just seems silly at this point. And I understand you can only – throw in the guys that you have on their roster. But, I mean, it seems like, Craig, more and more that the Cubs are putting position players out there. I mean, Daniel Descalso was throwing an inning, gave up a home run last night to Pittsburgh. It just seems like that there is just not enough talent surrounding this team, at least from the, the pitching standpoint. And the starting rotation, when you have guys like Cole Hamels and John Lester – uh, who were the anchors of that team, are getting older and unfortunately not staying healthy. Uh, as you know as well as anybody, especially in today's baseball, if you don't have a solid bullpen, you're not going to get very far. And it just seems like, aside from Craig Kimbrell, the Cubs' bullpen is just falling apart. Yeah, well, I don't think that anybody would have expected Carl Edwards Jr. to have the year that he had and, and Brock had struggled and Montgomery. I mean, but, but you know, honestly, Ryan, I mean, that's just kind of part of baseball. Uh, bullpens are going to be fluid from year to year. Sometimes you're going to have a good pen. Sometimes you're going to have a bad pen. The Nationals went through the same thing in April and May. 
And it's a, it's a pretty easy fix once you get to the trade deadline. All you got to do is acquire a couple of extra arms. I have no doubt that that's probably what the Cubs will end up doing. They'll try and find a bridge to get to Kimbrel, uh, whether they use Kinsler or Ciszek over and over again. That remains to be seen. They've both pitched in a lot of games. So, um, you know, I, I don't think that that's a huge concern for me with the Cubs. It's just a matter of now that they do have Kimbrel, making sure that he is right, because as we saw last year with Greg Holland and some of the other pitchers who came back after that long layoff of not signing, they didn't perform very well. Yeah, we're talking with Craig Mish. You can find him on Twitter at Craig Mish. He's the host of fan of the Fantasy Sports uh, Network as well. You can find him on his podcast, Swings and Mishes, which uh, you can also find on swingsandmishes.com. So uh, make sure to check him out there, talking all things baseball. Um, Craig, we look at the NL Central, and I know going into the year, people probably figured, you know, it was the Cubs, it was the Brewers, it was the Cardinals, and, and we are certainly seeing that right now. But is the NL Central uh, still, in your opinion, the best division in the National League, or are you surprised maybe that uh, the, the teams are not as strong as maybe the other teams in, say, the NL West or the Braves in the NL East? Yeah, I thought the East would be the best. And, and I wasn't really sure about the Mets, but I certainly thought Philly and Washington would be much better than what they've shown this year. And they've struggled for sure. So uh, I don't know that I would say that the Central is the best division because the Cardinals have some serious issues going on right now. And so while those two teams in Milwaukee and Chicago can definitely stack up against the teams in the East, I would think, um, you know, it just hasn't really worked out the way a lot of people thought. The Dodgers are, are running away with the NL West. The Rockies certainly can compete also. So the fun part about it is that a lot of the people who had predictions, including myself, are going to end up being wrong. And I think that this thing in the Central probably goes right down to the end. I would never discount the Cardinals because they had that crazy run last year too. But having both Ozuna and Carpenter on the injured list now is not going to really help their chances. And they can't afford to go into August being 10 games out, that's for sure. Offensively right now, the Cubs seem to still have, um, you know, the, the talent and this team is never to be underestimated. I mean, you got, you know, a guy in uh, Chris Bryant, Javi Baez, Wilson Contreras, all going to be playing in the All-Star game in Cleveland. And, of course, South Florida native Anthony Rizzo, uh, one of the, you know, better hitters in baseball. But it does seem like, to some degree, this team tends to lack in certain situations. I know second base is a big point of uh, an issue for a lot of Cub fans because it seems like Addison Russell has uh, been playing a, a lot of time at second base now that Daniel Descalso is not playing well ahead of David Bodie. Um, are you? People are trying to figure out, is it just more of seeing a guy like Addie Russell, who at one time was considered kind of the prize of the minor league systems to kind of get himself back in shape? Or do the Cubs need to focus on maybe going out, as you mentioned before, going out at the trade deadline and finding a guy kind of like what they did with Daniel Murphy last year, who can maybe pick up the slack at that second base position? Yeah, I think that they'll probably add another piece offensively is a guess. But honestly, Ryan, the Cubs have been pretty good offensively over the course of the whole season. They're third in the NL in on-base percentage. So, um, you know, that's not anything to sniff at. They're tied for third in home runs, too. So if really second base is the only issue that they have, I think they're in pretty good shape. 
I think it really will come down to more of their pitching staff and being healthy there. So I really don't have a lot of concerns with their hitting, to be honest. Well, that's good. See, it's I'm glad you're saying that because it's a, it seems like on Cubs Twitter, and I know you're very active on Twitter as well, you can see that uh, fans from everywhere, you know, they live and die with every game, and they're starting to sit there and go, what is going on with this team? And you mentioned Joe Madden before, how we were talking about the fact that maybe this is his last year. You know, it's interesting people say there's a shelf life for people. And, and again, I love Joe Madden. As far as I'm concerned, I think he should still be the manager after this season. A, a guy who leads a team to a championship after 108 years should be able to manage as long as he wants. Um, but there are people that claim that maybe his message is not getting across the way that it was. And in today's modern baseball, I mean, is, is that really potentially what it can be where a manager's shelf life now is – good for about five years before teams and players start to say, you know what, we're ready for a new message. Yeah. I mean, look, there aren't a lot of managers that are current with their teams right now that have been around for a long time. You're just seeing very few of them. I mean, Terry Francona has been with the Indians for a number of years as they keep winning. And, uh, you know, you certainly, you look at other teams and Don Mattingly is one of the longest tenured managers and they haven't won anything under his tenure. So uh, look, I think Madden will have no problem finding a job very quickly. I don't think it's necessarily the message. I think it's maybe the message gets old where players just, it's, you know, wherever he goes, he always kind of injects something new into it. And certainly he did that when he took over the gig in Tampa, he did that won a world series with the Cubs. I would just say this, if the Cubs make a move, they better have some, Really interesting message because in terms of what Madden's been able to accomplish there, regardless of being ousted last year very early in the postseason, they're still going to be above 500 this year. They're still going to be a competitor with a chance to win the World Series. I think also it just depends what they do with the deadline. So the grass is always greener, Ryan, as they say. But believe me, Madden will be managing in the big leagues anywhere he wants next year. I have no doubt about that. And that's why it's upsetting to me because, listen, this is a guy who's going to get a statue one day and to think that people now are already trying to jump off this bandwagon. You know, it's it, one one taste of winning a World Series in uh, 108 years and people all of a sudden are thinking that uh, it's owed to them after a while. So, um, I get it. I totally get it. Craig Mish is our guest here on the seventh inning stretch of the Friendly Confines. You can find him on Twitter at Craig Mish. You can also listen to him on his podcast, Swings and Mishes. You can go to swingsandmishes.com as well. He is on the Fantasy Sports Network. Craig, thanks so much for joining us here on the Friendly Confines. We would love to have you back on the show uh, as the season progresses. Sure, Ryan. Thanks for having me so much. Appreciate it. You got it. just a game for I've seen other teams and it's never the same when you're born in Chicago you're blessed and you're a field the first time you walk into Wrigley 